Good morning, everybody. It's uh, Saturday and uh, the 13th of January. Can you believe we're like in the middle of the month already? Monday <clears throat> is Martin Luther King's um, celebration, his birthday uh, holiday. And, um, and I love that man. Uh, one of the things he did say uh, when he was alive was that hate can never... Um, or violence can never destroy hate. Only love can do that. And 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 as a people, we do need to love. We need to love uh, more. I want to be a man known as a person who loves God, as a person who as a person who loves people, and 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 wants to see people restored. Amen. That's my desire. That's my goal. Isaiah 35 um, was a ver was a chapter that was given to me when I was born again in 1973. And uh, Isaiah 61, one through however long you want to put it. And I've been there. <clears throat> I want to, uh, we're going to take kind of a detour today a little bit. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. I, I you know, we're going to go into John chapter five for sure. But I want to look at some things prior to going there, okay? I want, I want us to see things prior uh, to going there. Um, I have been, you know, um, I don't know if, you, if you're aware of um, a man by the name of Tony Stolfus. He wrote a book called Questions for Jesus. I want you to get that book, that uh, workbook. It has revolutionized my prayer life. Um, and I'm able to pray now more God's heart than just stuff that comes to mind or stuff that is put in front of me. Um, uh, that is one. Another one is called um, Experiencing the Depths of Jesus Christ experiencing the depths of Jesus Christ. That's by uh, Madame Guyon. And, uh, and, and you want to get those books. Uh, you want to get my books as well. Tom and uh, it's SOS, A 50-Day Journey into the Heart of God. And also um, uh, From Breakdown to Breakthrough, My Journey to Soul Health. And, um, and you're going to be able to see um, your heart getting closer to the Lord. The, the journey to soul health is literally given so that, yeah, literally given so that um, uh, I give you resources to bring your soul to rest, okay? To bring your soul into the Sabbath of the Lord. That word in, uh, in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and 29, where it says, you will find rest for your souls, has a lot to do with, uh, it's actually that word, that word rest is translated Shabbat, or uh, the original is Shabbat. Uh, you will find Shabbat for your souls. Uh, Jesus spoke it, that would be the Hebrew trend, uh, of what Jesus had said, even though it was written in Aramaic and Greek. But he's talking about the Sabbath of the Lord, coming into the Sabbath of the Lord and finding rest for your souls. Um, one of the things I want to talk about is praying the word, praying the Bible, not just reading. I mean, reading is important. You're reading your Bible, 
but praying the word of God. Now, how you do that is very simple. And we're gonna get into the scripture here in John chapter five in just a second. But when you're reading the scripture, you read it slowly. The purpose is not to finish the chapter. The purpose is not necessarily to finish the passage. You read it slowly to uh, literally glean. Um, and I talk about this in my book, From Breakdown to Breakthrough, as one of the resources for soul health. You're literally gleaning from the word of God. You're, 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 you you, you kind of read it until something sticks out at you and then you meditate on it. That's why it's important also to carry a journal with you so you can journal this stuff down. Uh, I'm writing a book now, it's called Moments with Jesus, and it, it deals in some of these things, um, uh, some of my personal moments with the Lord. And, um, and I want to be able to uh, have you do the same thing. You get to do the same thing, praise God. All right, um, so you're, you're praying the word of God, and then you're soaking in the word. You're soaking with him. That, that word, you know, or that, that idea or that thing of soaking has a lot to do with, these are two ways to get closer to the Lord. You, you in, that, in that thing of soaking, you're, you're taking your distractions and you're putting them off to the side. Now your mind will wander, no doubt. Your mind is going to wander at the beginning and you're gonna get distracted and stuff. But the thing is, um, don't meditate on the distraction. Don't meditate on the wandering. But when you realize that you're wandering, bring it back. Bring it back to center. Bring it back to the Lord. Bring it back to what you're doing. And it's, it's kind of like, I know you've seen cartoons where they go, blah, 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 blah. that's kind of what you have to do. <laughs> um, you know, and if you happen to sleep, it's okay. You know, I will, I will lay for an hour with soft music playing in the background and um, uh, usually without words. And I will, I will lay down before the Lord and I will um, sometimes, you know, at the beginning especially, my mind will go off on thoughts that uh, are, are, are to do that day. All right, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this. Um, and really that's, you know, what, what you do is just go, oh, I'll get to that later. If it's something you feel is important, you may forget, write it down and then get back. And then eventually your mind will come into grips with the Lord and, 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 and your mind will be um, focused again on the presence of God. Your purpose here is to go within. It's not to go outside. You don't want to go outside of your, you just want to come back and, and, and get back into your spirit because the Bible says that Jesus lives within us and the Holy Spirit lives within us. Okay, and we get to, this is cool, go back deep inside and, 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 and encounter the Lord from the inside and it's really, really cool. All right. So let's take some of these things and, you know, <clears throat> I want to get a little deeper into the word. I want to get deeper into what God is saying in these passages, not just share the story because, you know, you can read the story. 
So let's go to John chapter 5 and starting with verse 25. I speak to you an eternal truth. Now I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. I speak to you eternal truth. Soon the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who listen will arise with life. For the Father has given the Son the power to impart life, even as the Father imparts life. The Father has transferred to the Son the authority to judge because he is the Son of Man. So don't be amazed when I tell you these things. For there is a day coming when all who have ever died will hear my voice calling them back to life. And then, uh, and they will come out of their graves. And those who have done what is good will experience a resurrection to eternal life. And those who have practiced evil will taste the resurrection brings, that brings them to condemnation. Nothing I do is of my own initiative. For as I hear the judgment passed by my father, I execute judgment and my judgments will be perfect because I, will do, I can do nothing on my own except to fulfill the desires of my father who sent me. For if I were to make claims about myself, you would have reasons to doubt. But there is another who bears witness on my behalf, and I know that what he testifies of me is true. Okay, he's talking about the Father here. He, Jesus, did not need human validation. He did not need to be honored by humans. So let's go into this a little bit. I want to tell you that this eternal truth, it means that from history past to history future, <laughs> um, that this is eternal truth. It's a big truth. It's something that's bigger than we are. It's something that is uh, better than we are. And we have to come to this place where we see the presence of God because he says the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God. And those who listen will rise with life. I don't necessarily know, and I could be wrong, but I don't see this as he's talking about people in the grave. I think he's talking about those who are dead spiritually because the dead cannot hear. If you are dead spiritually, Jesus will call out and you will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who listen, not just hear, but listen, will rise with life. Because the Father gave Jesus, the, the, the Son, the power to impart life. So you see that the Father has transferred this authority because Jesus is the Son of Man. That, you know, a lot of people think that that has a reference to um, Daniel. Now remember who he's talking to. 
He's talking to the religious leaders. He's talking to his disciples. And when Jesus, Jesus kind of messes with their brain and he says, hey, you know, he, because he is the son of man. Daniel talked about the son of man. And so he's telling the religious leaders, don't be amazed when I tell you these things. Because there's a day coming when all who have ever died, now he's talking about real dead people, will hear his voice calling them back to life. And they will come out of their graves and those who have done what is good will experience a resurrection and those who have done who, who have practiced evil. Now, it's not just talking about falling. He's talking about people who practice evil. There are people today who practice evil. They practice witchcraft. Uh, I'm not gonna mention any names, but there are, are uh, entertainers today that while they are on stage performing, they are practicing um, a witchcraft. You know, you remember... Um, I think it was the Emmys or something. I, I, you know, I, I, would, I didn't watch it, but there was a, a, a singer that was um, performing a, a witchcraft act on the stage. There was, uh, and the Super Bowl halftime, some of those things. Got to be careful. You know, these people practice what they're doing. They didn't fall into it. They're practicing it. Like Jesus said, practice. Practice mercy. Practice the gifts. And as you practice, God, I love it. As you practice the things of God, you know, that's, that's what they do in, in sports. They practice to become really good. Uh, Chris Vallotton uh, last or last couple of times he was speaking here at Bethel, he was sharing that there is a um, that we are that January is halftime. It's a halftime, and that just like just like uh, sports teams when they go into the uh, go in back into the locker room at halftime, they're discussing adjustments they need to make for the third and fourth quarters or the second half of the game. They put in game plans, they put in defenses, they do, they do different things. And we have to do that, we have to come back. And I believe too that, that that's what God is calling us into, to come back. To come back and, 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 and hear his voice. And he says, Jesus says this later, I can do nothing on my own except to fulfill the desires of my Father who sent me. God is breaking stuff off of us today, not just today, but he's breaking stuff off of us so that we can fulfill the desires of the Father. If you're a believer today, you need to fulfill the desires of the Father, of God the Father. What are his desires? Well, in order to know what his desires are for you that day, you need to come to him and have relations with him, to become 
intimate with him. There's that verse in Proverbs that's, uh, that, 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 that says that um, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And, but that word acknowledge can be translated in all your ways, be intimate with God, the Father. And he will direct your paths. He will bring you to where you need to go. He will direct you where to go. I remember I had a season when the Holy Spirit uh, came upon me, visited me actually, and, um, and, and, and we would talk about what I was gonna do that day. Okay, you know, what are we gonna do today? And I would say, Holy Spirit, what do you want to do today? And at that point, the Holy Spirit would come and he would tell me what we're gonna do. Well, one day, um, he didn't say anything. He looked at me and he goes, well, I don't know if it, this wasn't like, an, it wasn't in a vision or anything, but he, uh, I felt he was saying, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I don't know, what do you want to do? And he goes, I don't know, what do you want to do? And we sounded like a bunch of teenagers. And, uh, and then so, I, I suddenly, and then the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, what kind of a friend would I be if it was all about me all the time? Sometimes the Holy Spirit wants to partner with you. You know, and I remember telling him, I want to go to Walmart. He goes, let's go. So we went to Walmart. We got to minister to some people. So as you're coming to Jesus, as, you're, as you are uh, trying to, or not, I shouldn't say trying because I don't want to mix works into this. But as you are going about fulfilling the desires of the Father, the world all of a sudden can get changed one person at a time. I remember I was in New York City and uh, Diana Ross was going to be singing in Central Park. And, um, and I remember driving um, uh, to it and it got, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, it got, it got uh, delayed or postponed because of a rainstorm that came into Central Park at that time. But I remember I was driving over uh, a little, um, it wasn't really a hill, it was like a, a bump in the road that, uh, or a, an undulation in the road. No, I'm, right now, Jim, I'm in California. Um, <clears throat> but... And so uh, this undulation, we got up at the top of the undulation and all I saw on the FDR drive in New York City uh, was six lanes of cars full. Just you saw brake lights ahead of you, saw um, headlights at, coming at you, six lanes full and you can see, as far as the eye can see, it seemed to me like it was a few miles. And, and I was just like, I was devastated. I said, Lord, how am I supposed to reach all these people? And he just said to me, one at a time, one at a time. Don't think of yourself as too small. Just go about daily the work that you're doing but do it in the Lord I don't believe that there is a secular and a spiritual part of your life 
Everything is a spiritual part of your life. And I happen to be a Christian who does this. I'm a carpenter who is a Christian. I am a Christian who happens to do carpentry. I am a Christian who happens to write books. I am a Christian who happens to be an engineer. Whatever it is, you are a believer first. And God is able to work in your situations every single day. He's able to do these things every single day in and through you. Just keep yourself focused on him. You can do, Jesus could not do anything uh, on his own initiative, and you can't either. Get to hear, get acquainted with the voice of God. And and I did that, I, you know, like I showed you this book before, Questions for Jesus. And, um, and really, like I said, it, it taught me literally how to pray. Um, I would ask Jesus questions. And for me, it was always the first impression that I got in my mind. Come on, bro. (laughs) That's not scary at all. Um, and, and, And the thing is that I was able to ask Jesus some questions. And the first thing that came to my mind was usually the right one. Jesus, what did it feel like when you were being baptized by John? What did it feel like, Jesus, when you were being baptized by John? What was going through your mind when you heard the thunder say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased? He's being commissioned by the father. You see, for the the Jews, um, the father would present his son and say, and literally say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. This is my beloved son. I, I trained him to be a carpenter and I am well pleased in what he does. The father was saying that when Jesus was being baptized. God the father was saying, this is my son, hear him. God is well pleased. And God is well pleased with you because you're his son. Romans chapter eight. We have been adopted as sons and we can cry out, Abba, Father. The Passion Translation says that we have been fully accepted. Amen and amen. Praise God. You have come out of your graves. You have, Jesus has called you back to life. And we have come out of our graves. If we've heard that voice and we've given our life to Jesus, you know, um, (laughs) we've come out of our graves, so to speak. Oh, thanks, Jim. Appreciate that, bro. We come to, we, we, we come and we've heard his voice and we have come to life. I remember when Billy Graham, um, uh, in January 1973, I remember this. I was watching, uh, I was getting ready for the New York Knicks to play basketball on TV, you know, and, and, um, and, and you know, Willis Reed and Walt Frazier and all those guys. And, uh, and Billy Graham was on first. And Billy Graham preached a message. I don't remember the whole message. All I remember is Hebrews 9.22, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. 
And, and, I, and I remember that. And Billy Graham said, you may be in the, you know, you give your life to Jesus. You come to the front right now. We'll pray for you. And then he goes, if you're up in the balcony and you've come with somebody, they'll wait for you. They'll wait. And I remember he kept pointing to the balcony. It may take you a few seconds to get down here, but you've come with somebody, they'll wait for you. You know, I, I, I prayed the prayer with him, but I didn't get born again until, uh, until uh, August 4th, 1973. That's when I got saved. <clears throat> Jesus is calling you back to life. Today, he's calling you back to life. I may do a live on, on, on what soaking does, uh, but it's really, really good. And, and I praise God uh, for what he's doing. Yeah. And then so in this questions for Jesus class, I remember I did a, um, in the first class, I'll just mention this and then we'll close. But um, I remember in the first class, the teacher said, Tony Stolfus was teaching, and he said, um, hey, um, you know, ask Jesus what he loves the most about you right now. And then so, you know, he went around the room. What, what did you get? What did you get? People were like, oh, he just loves when I dance. He loves when I sing. He loves when I worship. He loves me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying that those were bad. It's just, I didn't get that. And so uh, he got to me and I said, you know, well, I don't think I heard from God. And he goes, well, how do you know? And I said, because I don't, I, don't, I don't think it was. And he goes, well, what did you hear? And I, he goes, what was the first thing you heard? And I said, he loves my sarcastic humor. Okay, now when I give sarcasm, uh, sarcastic humor, it's not against people or toward people, it's toward situations. All right? And, um, <laughs> and I remember uh, Jesus uh, you know, the teacher started laughing. Tony started laughing and he goes, that's so God. That is so God. God loves sarcastic. Jesus was very sarcastic in his responses, in his, um, you know, and in the way he dealt with the religious leaders. I think he did healing on the Sabbath on purpose just to mess with their minds. So anyway, you know, I, I asked the Lord, what is it about my sarcasm that you like? And he said, well, because you don't do it against people, situations. I'm like, okay, it's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. You know, God loves you, man. And he's not out to get you. That's the best part. The Holy Spirit is not out to get you. The Holy Spirit is here to fill you and to move in you. I mean, remember when Jesus was going into the wilderness after he was baptized? The Bible says that the Holy, you know, um, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Okay? Um, in the wilderness also. I mean, one person, when one translation has it, Jesus was led by the Spirit in the wilderness. So it could mean two things. One, that the Holy Spirit led him to a wilderness or that the Holy Spirit led him while he was in the wilderness. Okay? Anyway, that's all we're going to do today. And, uh, and we'll pick up in John chapter 5 tomorrow uh, when, when Jesus um, 
uh, when Jesus talks to John the Baptist or talks about John the Baptist again. Uh, and then maybe at some point, maybe not, well, not tomorrow because it's Sunday, but I might do a live tomorrow on soaking and, and what that looks like um, and, 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 and praying the Bible and what that looks like. Um, I may do that tomorrow. I don't know. It depends on time, but uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll do it at some point. But anyway, God bless you guys today. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Go ahead and share these videos uh, with your friends. Um, uh, if you could, uh, I, I would like you to uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Tom and Sarah. You can subscribe to my podcast, Tom and Sarah, Abounding Hope. Um, yeah, so you can do that. Um, subscribe here. I don't know how you can subscribe, but like the videos, share the videos. Um, and, uh, and eventually, uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to expand and do more. I don't know how to do a video podcast, but I'm going to try to work on that and figure that out. But, um, anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is the beginning. This is the beginning. I heard somebody say there's more in 2024. You know, it's not just an election year. This is a year for more, for more of what God wants to do, for more intimacy in Jesus. Amen. Well, God bless you. Have a great day. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Uh, Monday for, is a holiday for many people. Um, enjoy it. Don't just enjoy the day off, but uh, if you have the day off. But what I want you to do is to really look into this man, Martin Luther King, the good stuff. Look into his life. You know, hate cannot... Um, hate does not, the dark, you know, hate does not break through the darkness. Only love can do that. And who is love but Jesus? Remember, God is love. Love is not a thing. Love is a who. Love is a him. Anyway, well, God bless you. Have a great day. Um, if you want to know more about Abounding Hope and, and the ministry, uh, Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to give into the ministry, uh, I have Cash App, PayPal, Venmo, uh, and, and uh, Zelle. Uh, I also have a GoFundMe as well, um, for specifically for uh, transportation purposes here. Um, you know, you can get that as well. Uh, email me, Tom and Sarah Ministries. I'll tell you how to do that. Get my books. That helps financially as well. Um, SOS, a 50-day journey into the heart of God, and also um, uh, from breakdown to breakthrough, my journey to soul health, and um, and how God uh, and there's resources in there on gaining your health. Uh, email me; I'll tell you how to get those. I, you can send them uh, for a donation of twenty dollars or more. I can send you those two books. Uh, uh, no shipping or anything. That's that's included, and um, and we can get those to you. I'm writing two books now. And if you want to invest in those two books, uh, one of them is called Our Identity in Dealing with Soul Health. I don't, that's not the title, but that's what it's going to deal with. And then, um, uh, and then also uh, Moments with Jesus is more of a devotional that we can go through. All right. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much again for joining me. And uh, we'll see you on Monday.